Amen. Good morning, everyone. Good to see everyone. It's good to be in God's presence. He knows exactly what we need, whether we need encouragement, whether we need healing, whether we need um, just um, the comforting presence of him. Amen. Sometimes when we're together just in church and we need each other, we need the smile, we need the encouragement from each other. Like, it's so good to see your face. I notice you today. You know what I mean? And isn't that what we want from our Heavenly Father? We want him to say, I notice you. I notice that you're here and that you're honoring me and that you're giving your time. Amen. That's what we were talking about. So, amen. Good for you. Amen. Amen. But, you know, this time that we're living in, God's got so many good things for us. Right? And when we miss a service, we miss a piece of the puzzle. We miss a piece of what he's saying. And so if you're hungry for God, if you're hungry for a meal, you just don't want a scoop of green peas. <laughs> or you don't want a scoop just of broccoli, right? You want, you want the mashed potatoes. You want the gravy. You want the roast beef or the steak with the, with the Yorkshire pudding on the side and all the tomato juice with it. And, and you want pumpkin pie. You want the whole thing. You want the whole meal deal, right? And so you're, when you come to church, come expecting. God, you know exactly what my plate needs today. Amen? You know exactly what my heart needs. And so come expecting because you are part of this service. You are part of participating with, with God. And so if you don't come with questions in your heart or if you don't come with expectation and just sit there, God's like, anybody home? But come expecting. Come, come believing God to meet a, a, a question in your heart to meet a need in your life. And when you do that, it draws from the anointing of his presence because his very presence lives and abides in you. And so when all these abiding vessels get together, there's a mighty explosion for God. Amen? Something is going to happen when two or three are gathered together, right? There he is in the midst of us. So there's more than just two or three here. Amen. God is in our midst. And when we tap into his abiding presence, when we are aware that we have a deposit of him within us, we have him living within us. When we ask Jesus into our heart, he came and he recreated our, new cre our spirit within us. He gave us a new spirit. Amen. The old is gone. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. And so the, in living out of that newness of life, living out of that awareness that something good has happened on the inside. Something good happened to me. Now I don't feel like I'm living alone. I remember when I was very young, I remember uh, standing there and looking in the mirror in the bathroom, putting my nose up against the mirror and pointing to myself and saying, I know you're in there. We can look at our outward shell. We have a body, an earth suit to live on this earth. But our real being is our spirit man. We need to learn to live out of our spirit. Amen? And so when our, just like our natural body, if we don't feed it, sometimes it whines, right? 
I wanted the two pieces of pie, not just one, right? And so when we live out of our spirit, our spirit will make, we will desire and want to know more because our spirit man is hungry, right? Just like if I was to blow up a balloon today, right, and just kind of hold on to the end of it, life happens to all of us. And we can be filled, I'm saying filled with the spirit, right? We are filled with his indwelling presence, but there's another presence that comes upon you. When you receive the Holy Spirit, God is such a good father. He wants to give you the very best for you to be an overcomer in this world. And so he has given you the opportunity. He's a gentleman. He will never, ever, ever force you. But if you're hungry for God, if you want something more, when I was born again on a Tuesday, um, April 8th, uh, many years ago, <laughs> um, anyways, at a Bible study, the next Tuesday when I went, they began to tell me about being filled with the Holy Spirit. And they said, it is a gift from God. Do you want more from God? And I'm like, yes, I do. I don't know what that involves, but yes, right? I didn't know anything. But if God has something good for you, do you not want it? Do you not want all that he has for you? And so that night, I, I, they, they said, just lift your hands and, and ask the Holy Spirit to come into you and receive him. Receive him. We have to be receivers of his presence. That's what we do when we come here. We come to receive of the anointing and what God is wanting to fill us with, right? This is, this is a buffet. God, God has everything that you need. And so that night I lifted my hands and I said, Holy Spirit, come into me. I'm hungry for you. I desire you. And poof, it came upon me, right? The Holy Spirit lives within, but then he comes upon when we ask him. Amen? He's a gentleman. But be hungry for God is what I'm saying. And that night I began to, li I lifted my hands and I, be and I began to speak in other tongues. I was so full of joy. I had never experienced anything like that ever in my life before. But something happened on the inside of me. Something happened. It, it woke up. It woke up. It, it made me happy. It made me joyful. It made me um, full of him. And I went home and I spoke in tongues and spoke in tongues. And that's not my message. But God's got something for you to know. His abiding presence in you. He wants, to, he wants you to live out of that spirit. And so, and so this, this bottle of water, right, has a little bit out of it. Ooh, but wouldn't it be good if it was bubbling over? Mm, just give me more give me more. And sometimes we wait till our glass is half full. And sometimes we run our lives and we think, oh, I am out of gas, right? Do you ever, anybody ever feel like that? It's not just me, right? And we need to pull aside. Just like, just like our cars, we need to pull in and fill up the tank, right? Wouldn't it be great if we didn't ever, ever have to put gas in our cars? But, but it's a thing that, that makes us, a natural thing that makes us realize we need to do me too. Me too. 
I need to pull into the gas station. I need to pull into church. I need to pull into my prayer closet. I need to pull in and open up the word because his word is life and health to all my flesh. And I need more life and health in all my flesh. And so his abiding presence in me, he, he will cause me to steer and to go to places where I will be filled and refreshed. Just like your phone needs to be plugged in and charged. A little warning will come up, power, low power mode. <laughs> you know, you're getting low, right? And we can tell when we're getting low because sometimes we may be short with people. We may be quick with um, uh, a fruit coming out of our life, <laughs> right? We may be quick on those things, but God is wanting you to stay charged up. He's wanting you to be uh, abiding in his presence to the point of overflowing. He said he wants you to be being filled, right? It, it's a constant, it's a now thing. A be being filled. And so stir yourself up in your most holy faith. Stir yourself up by speaking in tongues. Stir yourself up by putting his word in remembrance, putting his word into your heart. Because then when the pressures of life come, when the toothpaste tube is squeezed, it'll come out. The right thing will come out. Amen? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. He's got good things for us. Life in Jesus is gloriously easy, but it has one responsibility, the responsibility of remaining in union. If you stay in union with me, I'll take care of everything else. Amen? If we stay in union. So what does that mean? What does that mean? Right? What does that mean to stay in union with him? To, he, 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 ooh, oh man, I'm way, uh, Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But staying and living with him, he, we are part of him. We are part of him. In John 15, in the Passion Translation, maybe I'll start there. He says, I am the true sprouting vine. The farmer who tends the vine is my father. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless branches. I want to just stop there for a second. By lifting and propping up. Now, my sister loves to garden, and she lives in the apartment off the back of our house. And she has all these vines and everything growing up the side of the house in, in all these containers. She has container gardens. And so, anyways, at this time of year, harvest time, cantaloupes or watermelons or pumpkins or cucumbers or zucchinis, if they're so heavy and weighted that they'll lay on the ground. And then they get saturated and they rot, right? And the bugs get into them. So she was telling me, and she showed me, that she took this little onion bag and wrapped it around the little cantaloupe and tied it to the vine, which was supported to a, an arbor, and so forth, to prop it up. Amen. So we're going to come back to this. He cares for the branches that are connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless. Now I'm talking about there was fruit, but fruitless branches. Many times the Holy Spirit will cause you to pull in, right? He wants to prop you up, lift you up, make you secure, and tie you securely to him. He's, he's not ready to throw it away, right? 
as it goes down here, it'll talk about, you know, branches that are, that are broken off or don't abide in him. They get thrown into the fire and burned. I, I don't want to be a branch like that, right? I, I want to be a branch that, that's, that's nurtured and cared for by the farmer, right? Jesus so cared for his disciples before he went away. And when you read in John chapter 14, 15, 16, and 17, it gives the many, many words in red letters that Jesus spoke to his disciples because he was wanting to lift them up and prop them up because he knew adversity was coming. Temptation and the trial of their faith was coming. And so he spoke many words of kindness over them. He told them many things that I'm going away, but I will come again, right? He didn't want them to grieve, right, in the natural. He wanted them to know. He gave them the promise, I'm coming again, right? And so as a branch, we are totally and vitally connected. That's, sorry, that's in the Amplified Classic. But... Um, it says in, in one of them, sorry, everyone, that he takes and um, he takes us up to himself is a Greek phrase. We're just going to leave that there for a second. He takes it, he takes away, it says, or he takes up to himself every fruitless branch. His, his, his abiding substance, when he takes us up into him, he supplies a nutrient we have the very DNA of Christ, but we need that tangible substance in our mortal bodies that quickens our bodies, right? We can become tired. We can become um, whatever, lethargic or confused or whatever, but, but the Holy Spirit will come within you, and he will lift you up. He will prop you up. He will fill you with his very life and presence and quicken even your mortal body. Like this morning, I needed some quickening. Amen? The enemy tried to just take my night away. <laughs> but, you know, God, the Holy Spirit within you, when you live out of your spirit, you can tell your body, be quiet. Do what I say. Right? And so be aware of that even when you're believing him for healing in your body. You may have lumps and bumps. You may have pains and aches. You may have limps or groanings. But you, when your spirit man is full, be being full, right? When it is full, your spirit man speaks. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. Your spirit man will speak. So when you are topped up with gas, when you are fully charged in him, when your body groans and moans, your spirit will speak. And your spirit will say to your body, now, that's not what I believe. I believe his word says. I believe he promised me. And so we bring correction to our body. I will not think like that. I will not act like that. My spirit man says, I am. Amen? Amen. So there are many words, sorry, we're not going to go through all John chapter 15, but there's many things, and, and the one of the, within that translation, he says, I am the sprouting vine and you are my branches, and as you live in union with me as your source, fruitfulness will stream from within you, but when you live separated from me, you are powerless. Isn't that good? That's so good. 
That's so good. We don't want to live separated from him. So we abide in him. We draw strength from him. We, another different versions of that talks about abiding in him, remaining in him, and living in him, right? And so everything is in him. Did you hear that? Many times I said, in him. So when our focus is on in him, we will be being filled. Okay. Amen. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, I love this verse. This is one of my favorite verses in the Bible because I can picture it. Because I can picture it. You need to put imagination and allow his words to picture things in your life. Okay? It says, for my strength and power are made perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Fulfilled and completed. Right? Whose strength? Jesus' strength in you. Right? In him. In him. For my strength and power are made perfect. Fulfilled. Fulfilled. Overflowing. Fulfilled. Full. Fulfilled. Come on. And completed. Right? And they show themselves most effective in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more gladly in my weaknesses and... That's where it cuts off. Okay. I have it here. Therefore, I will all the more gladly glory in my weaknesses and infirmities, right? That, everybody say that. Come on. When you're glorying in the promises of God, that promise, that's what he's talking about. His strength, his power, his perfection, his completion in me, right? It's that, amen, the strength and power of Christ. Yes, may pitch a tent over <laughs> and dwell upon me. Come on, come on. He will pitch a tent over you and dwell upon you. In Exodus chapter 33, we have the story in verse 7. It talks about um, Moses. And when he went into, in the, in, when he was in the wilderness with um, all of the millions, right? rebels, <laughs> disobedient people, but God's people, right? We can all be in different positions, right? And so Moses, was he, he pitched his tent outside the camp, far from everybody else. And many times we need to just come aside and get away from the distraction of the world. Get away, wherever that may be, sit in the park, Hide in your closet. Hide under the bed. I don't know. I know, you know, many um, um, other women in the faith, they would talk about putting their apron up over their head. They lived in small homes. Every child didn't have their own bedroom. You couldn't run somewhere, and you couldn't lock the bathroom because there wasn't one, right? And so they put the apron up over their head, or even in the Azusa Street, uh, James Seymour, he would put a box on his head right? Somehow you need to close the world out, and you need to abide in him. You need to be able to hear your voice echoing his word. You need to hear yourself saying the promises of God, and you need to be able to hear his voice coming back to you, confirming within you, you're right. That's right, right? That's his presence dwelling upon you. His anointing abides within and upon. 
we are equipped for different services in him, different administrations, different operations, right? And so when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you just yield and do whatever he says and tells you to do. Amen? Because he knows best. Father knows best. Amen? Amen. And so Moses went outside the, uh, out and pitched his tent, and he began communing and talking with the Lord. And what happened? Come on, do you remember the story? What happened? The pillar of cloud came upon the tent, and everyone else back in the camp could see this. And everyone, when Moses went out to the tent, everybody else came out of their tent, stood at the doorway, and watched, right? Because they knew physical manifestations and confirming things pillars of cloud, right, would came, come upon Moses, and as Moses communed with God and spoke to him about all the, the work that needed to be done with these people, and where are we going to go? How, how are we, we going to provide, Lord? Lord, and God spoke with him and showed him, showed him, showed him. You will see and you will know. Within your spirit, you have a knowing. You have an ear to hear his voice, and another one you will not follow. When his voice speaks to you, it will echo what he said in his word. It will be confirmed with two or three witnesses. You will not be led astray. You know his voice. You are his sheep. And his abiding presence is within you. And so it quickens you. It, it, you have a witness in you. And so the pillar of cloud came upon the tent, and Moses would stay in then and commune with him to the point, like even when he was up on the mountain after 40 days, Moses came down, and his face shone like a light bulb. And people thought, whoa, I, wow, where have you been, <laughs> right? And so physically upon your body, his spirit can quicken you. He can quicken you and take away chronic fatigue. He can quicken your body and take that band of confusion off in the name of Jesus. He can, he can, he can speak to you and you can know exactly what to do. And you can go to bed at night and sleep sweetly. Because you can, my bracelet says, trust in God. Trust God's timing. God has a timing to work in our lives. And when we seek him and when we abide in his presence, things will align. We will grow to the point. Many times he won't show you too many steps ahead because you have to be obedient to take the first step. And so if you're looking to hear the whole plan, the five-year plan, the 10-year plan, even the next week plan, sometimes you, you may not hear it. Though the Apostle Paul knew from the moment that God, the light hit him on the road to Damascus and he came off his horse, the Holy Spirit, the Lord talked to him and he said, who are you, Lord? But he talks about that time saying that he showed him from that moment many things that he would suffer for him and that he would stand before many great kings, right? So he may do that for you. <laughs> he may take you one step at a time as you believe him and trust him for that one step. Trust in him. Trust in the abiding presence within you. He's so for you. He wants to get good things to you because that's who he is. He is a good God. So he wants to give you more of him. 
more goodness. How, who can take more goodness in their life? Lord, we just ask for more goodness in these people. Lord, we ask that your presence would come upon them, Lord, as they seek your face. Oh, Lord, that your presence, your goodness, oh, your goodness, your goodness would come upon their lives and on their homes. Blessing, blessing, blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We are completely complete in him. Everything that we need is in him. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. <laughs> he, he doesn't have any bad to give you. He doesn't have any hurt to give you. Only good things. Amen? So I speak to my body a lot. I speak to my soul, and I speak to my spirit, and I say, you be strong. You be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He strengthens me in my inner man. He is the very life and source of strength for me. Amen? Amen? Glory. Glory. Amen. So, Colossians 2, verse 6. As you have therefore received Christ, even Jesus the Lord, so walk and regulate your lives and conduct yourselves in union with and in conformity to him. Have the roots of your being firmly and deeply planted in him, fixed and founded in him, being continually built up in him, becoming increasingly more confirmed and established in the faith, just as you were taught, and abounding and overflowing in it with thanksgiving. In verse 10, it says, you are in him, made full. <laughs> Isn't that good? You are, made, you are in him, and you are made full. And having come to the fullness, okay, and having come to the fullness, come on, this is awareness. He's telling you, you are in him, and you're made full. When you're born again, you're made full. His full completeness came into you. You were made full. It's up to you to maintain. Amen? And having come to the fullness of life in Christ, you too are filled who with who? The Godhead. Come on. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And you reach full spiritual stature. Whew. You reach the full spiritual stature. You are raised up and seated with him. You are raised up. If I was to unzip your body and look at your spirit, how big would it be? Your spirit is complete and full. But man, you may be looking at me on the outside, but my insides are up here. My insides are out here. My insides are greater because the greater one lives in me. I am more than a conqueror because of who lives in me. Amen? So like a banana, if we unzip it, like the banana may be the full of it. Come on. But you can be greater how do you become greater? Come on, i got to get bigger. How do you become greater? Come on, how do you get here? It's line upon line, step by step. You follow him. You stay in him. You live in life union with him. You listen to him. You grow in him. Come on, that's abiding. 
abiding, a life union, abide vitally united to him. If I cut your branch off, if I cut your arm off, your arm's just not going to go ahead and do life, right? It won't happen. It won't happen. You have to stay connected to him. If you want to live in this generation that he has for his family, he's raising up an army of people that know who their God is and know who they are in him, in him, in him. The greatness, the fullness, the fullness of the Godhead bodily lives in you. You are so full of the Father. The Father is so full of love. Jesus is so full with his eyes of passion and fire and love and mercy and compassion. Jesus, when, if you want to know more about him, get to know him in all the red letters. Get your, I love the Amplified Classic, but man, I wish it had red letters in it. Right? Because you know that song with the red letters, right? We need to live out of the red letters and what he has, he has given to us. Amen. Amen. So Moses, when he was with the Lord, he said, If I have found favor in your sight, Moses prayed, Show me your way that I may know you. Show me your way. How will, you, how will he show him his way? He says, I may show you. Show me now your way that I may know you, that progressively I would become more deeply and intimately acquainted with you, perceiving and recognizing and understanding more strongly and clearly that I may find favor in your sight. Amen? Amen. Amen. I have a prophecy here from um, Brother Hagen, and it was, um, um, he gave this in 1983. So 40 years ago, and when um, Robin came across it and handed it to me, and I thought, that is exactly what we need, Lord. Thank you. So it goes like this. Just to sit still or stand still or lie still and bemoan your situation and bemoan your condition and talk about those that are against you will only give the enemy authority and power over you, causing you to sink down even deeper into despair and defeat. But rising up on faith and declaring that in him you are complete will cause you to stand up and not stand still, but march forward with your feet planted firmly on his word, his promise, and what he said. And your lips speaking forth a psalm of praise. For the Lord God is alive and not dead. Yes, he is my father, and I am his child. I'll walk in the light of his word and in the power of his spirit. I'll glorify his name and worship him too, for he's raised me up. Yes, he made me to sit together with him in heavenly places. Even in Christ Jesus do I have my being, and I live and move and breathe, and I sound forth the praises unto his name. Victory is not a thing to be desired and longed for. Victory is mine to enjoy today tomorrow and forever. So praise the Lord and magnify his name. Know what your rights and privileges are, and you will find that the enemy will always be put to flight. And life will not be a drudgery, nor every day the same, but life will be sublime, hmm. filled with his presence. Yes, filled with his power, 
full of his glory, shining forth even unto the darkness. And light through thee shall shine. And many will come and fall in behind to follow you in the light that shines. Deliverance will come and great victory in the life of those about, round about you. And you will be filled with his praise. And your mouth ever with a shout. And the enemy will be put on the run because he knows what it's all about. Being conscious of a mighty move in your spirit, wanting and desiring to do the will of God, but don't do it yourself. Just learn to relax and flow with the spirit. I'll, it'll take care of itself. You don't have to worry. I just wonder. I know there's something. I know there's something he wants me to do. Fine. Just keep on praying. But just flow with the spirit. You'll not come into the full potential of what he has for you next week. You'll not come to the full potential of what he has for you next month. Some will not even come into the full potential of what God has for you next year. And some will not for quite a period of time. But as you are faithful and as you are trained and as you learn to yield, you'll move eventually into that place. Hallelujah. And that he had for you all along. Glory to God. Glory to God. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Praise his holy name. You see, moving into that place of ministry or whatever it is, whether it's full-time ministry or pulpit ministry or personal ministry or whatever your place is in the body of Christ, moving into that place is fueled by prayer, fired by the Spirit, and ignited by his glory. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said glory to God. But you see, if there's no fuel there, there's nothing to ignite. Notice the Spirit said, I never thought of that. It just came right out of the inside of me. Fueled by prayer, fired by the Spirit, and ignited with his glory. You have to stop and analyze that. There's a difference between firing and igniting, right? <laughs> You see, just like a furnace, there's a pilot light, and, that, and there the, it fires the thing. And when the whole thing has become ignited, then the heat flows out. Ha, 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 ha. Can you see what he's saying? Fueled by prayer, fired by the Spirit, and ignited with his glory. Hallelujah, I never thought of that. I just meant it just flowed right out of the Spirit. But you see, if there's no fuel there, there's nothing to fire. Amen? So abiding in him getting topped up, pull into the gas station, put your phone on charge, come on, do whatever you need. You need your battery charged up. You need your spirit man built up. You need to realize who, where your connection is and let him fuel you to pray, to pray, to pray. Fueled by prayer, come on, to pray, to pray. Things don't just happen in this world, just case, sirrah, sirrah. Come on, we have been given dominion to walk in his authority in this earth. And so if things are out of place in any area of your life, you need to take authority over it. You need to fuel it by prayer, watch over it, and see what he is saying about the situation. And he will tell you, and he will show you, and you will move into it because he has equipped you. He has caused you to be an overcomer. He has caused you to be filled, filled, filled. Come on, fueled by prayer, Fired by the Spirit. 
When we learn to trust him to take that step, whether it be giving a word of encouragement or shaking someone's hand that you never met anywhere on the street, in the store, wherever he is, wherever you are, the fire of the Holy Spirit, the anointing, the presence of God within you can go in and say, I see, I see, I see you're, I see you're kind of limping today. You're in, the, you're in Walmart. Come on. I see there's something happening in your life. You're, you seem sad. Can I pray for you? God is greater. God is bigger. I believe it. I believe he'll heal you right now. Will you let me pray for you? Come on. Come on. When you're filled up, it'll squeeze out. When you're filled up, when you're fueled by prayer, the fire of the Holy Spirit will come upon you because he has equipped you to do the work of the ministry. You are his very hands and feet in this earth. Come on, he's in heaven. But he sent the Holy Spirit to abide in you, to abide upon you, to rest upon you, to rest upon you. And when you are squeezed in the moments of life, let the fire of the Spirit come out. Let the fire of the Spirit say it'll not be that way or it will be this way, right? Let the fire of the Holy Spirit and let his glory ignite that word. Come on, come on, I've been praying for manifestations manifestations, his showing forth of how good he is, praying for manifestations. Come on and believe with me for God to, God to show up and show off, show up and show off how good he is. I'm believing for manifestation. We are seeing the trickle of it. We are seeing the beginning of it, but I want more. Are you hungry for more? I want more, more showing of his presence, more of his goodness on people's lives, more transformation in people's hearts, more victory in their life, more knowing and having a peace and not being led by fear and not being motivated by wrong things. Oh, Lord, we just come aside. We pitch our tent far outside the camp and we come to you. Fuel us. Fuel us. Fill us up, Lord. Fill us up in your presence. Fill us up in your glory. Fill us up with the Spirit. Fill us, fill us, fill us, Lord. Fill us to overflowing. Fill us for your showing. Ha, 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 ha. Fill us for your showing, showing and demonstrations of the Spirit. Showing, showing, showing forth showing forth his goodness, showing forth an awareness that God is so, so, so for you. He so loves you. He so loves you. And so out of your belly, out of your belly, out of your spirit will flow rivers. And so when we learn to live and move, and we, come on, that's what that word said, learn to relax and flow with the spirit. My mental capacity can't contain all of what he said he was going to do this morning. He didn't show me all of it. He showed me, told me to trust him. Amen? We have to trust him for the next step. We have to trust him, Lord, that if you've told me to pray for someone, Lord, I can do the praying, but Lord, you do the healing. Right? Know your part. Know your part. Don't let the enemy stress you out that, that you're, you have to do this. You don't have to. When you're filled with him, it'll happen. It'll flow. It'll be relaxing. It'll grow. And it'll come out, and it'll come out, and it'll come out, and it'll overflow. Whew.
it'll overflow. Hallelujah. Things that we've been asking the Holy Spirit for. Ha, ha, it's going to, it'll overflow. It'll overflow. Things, things, things that we've been asking him about. Whew, it'll come out. It'll come out. It'll come out in might and power, in a dunamis power that will set the captives free. It'll come out and it'll quicken. It'll quicken your mortal body and it'll quicken you and it'll set your feet to dancing. It'll set your feet to dancing. You will just dance and you will not be intimidated. You will not be thinking on, oh, somebody's watching. I don't care. No, 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 no. I'm happy. God has set me free. He has overflowed in me. Amen. Amen. An overflowing of the Spirit is available to all the believe. An overflowing of my Spirit, Ooh, it'll take you. Yes, I will lead. An overflowing of the Spirit. Mm. It'll open up those blind eyes. It'll clear that eyesight 2020. It'll cause operations to be canceled. It'll cause lame, lames, legs to walk. It'll clear out varicose veins. It'll clear our arthritis in the knee. His spirit that lives within and upon his overflowing presence it equips me it equips me it equips me when you can't think the thought when you don't know the answer at work when the computer and google fail you <laughs> god is your first source and your answer when your business is you're wanting your business to grow you don't just work more and more and more hours. Work smarter, not harder. He'll give you the answers and show you just what to do. His overflowing presence, he will talk to you. Amen. Thank you, Lord, we have ears to hear. Oh, we have ears to hear what your spirit is saying this day. Ears to hear that, Lord, you are the way. You are the truth. And you are the very source and strength of my life. And we honor you. We thank you for the going forth of this day, Lord, that you have ordered and ordained steps and places and assignments for us all to be in. But, Lord, I thank you that wherever we go you go wherever you go we go because we are together amen amen so bless 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 and make a way where there seems to be no way you are the god of the impossible you are the god that speaks higher than any any other voice in this world your voice is the voice that we seek your way is the way that we want to go and so, Lord, we consecrate ourselves this day. Yes, Lord, make that me. Yes, Lord, I want to be like that. Yes, Lord, by your strength, by your provision, by your way, 
you caused me to walk in that way. And I give you the glory. I give you all the praise. You're so good. You're so good. We thank you. We thank you for this day. Amen. 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 Well, if you have anything that you need more prayer about or you would like to testify about, to tell how good God's been doing and what he did in your life, our, our prayer team, our word care team will be here. Go and speak with them or tell someone else. Come on, when the spirit of testimony is upon you, it's because you need to say that he has done something good in your life. When you honor him and give thanks to him and glorify him for what he's done in our life, he'll say, you think that was good? I got something even better. Amen? So we need to tell of his goodness. We need to share, and we need to be an encouragement to one another this day right? Shake a hand, smile, give a hug, have a coffee, and be blessed. Amen? Amen. <laughs> oh, glory. Praise God. Praise God. Interesting notes. <laughs> Oh, praise God. You know, I just, I just, I get this, you know, the sense that God's not done, but it's not so much, you know, we're, we're not done here. It's just, we need to, this needs to keep, continue, continue. As, as Pastor Wendy said, you know, this, this is something you take to the streets. You know, when you've taken that time and you've you've spent some time with God and and you know the Holy Spirit just lining you up to say, I've got a job for you. There's something needs to be said to somebody. Somebody needs some prayer. Somebody needs something. Jesus, Jesus so loved the world. God so loved the world that He gave Jesus. Jesus so loved the world that He wants His church to minister to the world. And I believe we are moving into more of the manifestations that we saw in the book of Acts. Um, it's just it's just it's the time we're in it's it's the time we're in you know you know we're we're still that church in the book of acts we are still that church it's not like it's now another group it's the same same church same church it's the church universal the church eternal the church of jesus christ amen Amen. Hallelujah. All we need to do is yield. Learn to yield. Fueled by prayer, fired by the Spirit, and ignited by His glory. <laughs> Praise God. All right. And uh, we also have to take up the offering. And if you've already sown online, thank you. And if you're sowing today, you can you can do it by going on the you can do it right online here for that thing and uh, envelope in the pew and basket in the back. So let's say this uh, let's say this together. This is my seed. I sow it into the kingdom of God. Seed, do what you do best, grow. 
I saw you to spread the gospel. I saw you to strengthen believers. I saw you to go where I cannot. I saw you to grow, multiply, and return in great supply. Harvest, I receive you. Lack, I resist you. His supply is sufficient. I walk in abundance of grace. In Jesus' name, amen. God is so good, and we are blessed to be a blessing. Word care team, make yourself available, and we will continue church and fellowship. Amen? Amen. You are blessed.